0: Hello, hello and welcome to episode 3 of Growth in Progress with Jai Shree Zahitya. I'm so happy to be putting this episode together even though it was it is like a last minute recording because the previous two episodes I have had enough time to think things through, write my talking points, write my script because even though I love that this platform of podcasting is more like a dinner time or a lunch time conversation I have when I step out with a friend, I still don't want to ramble, I want to be sure of uh, the kind of information and the kind of influence that it has on your lives. So that is why I write my talking points and I try to expand on them as much as possible because I want to be very particular about the words and the tone that I will be using while still being vulnerable and still being myself and still being true to my nature. So yeah, the previous two episodes I had enough time to kind of think things through uh, and stuff but this time around I was stuck with client work all week. Um, so I started on Monday and I finished it on Thursday. I basically had to break down a three-hour video into 12 modules and I was pretty much exhausted and then it was Pongal on Friday and we had some festivities and prayers going on all weekend. Even though I had little snippets of time available, I, ha- I did take a few breaks here and there, uh, I couldn't find the energy that I needed to, you know, expand on one of the topics That i wanted to talk about but today like if you're listening to it on the exact same day that i uploaded this in the morning i kind of pushed myself i was like jesh you just sit down and write no more excuses the one thing that was stopping me from creating today's episode was what do i talk about i had all these ideas written down in my content planner Um, how I got into films, living alone in a brand new city, financial independence for women, first time on a film set, lessons I've learned from working in films, women in films, blah, blah, blah. All the very huge, interesting and exciting topics. But I just couldn't get myself to expand on those topics for some reason. I was just so stuck. I couldn't just write about any of them. I felt like those needed... uh, I feel like those are very uh, those are very intricate topics and uh, i need to develop them much better i don't have i don't want to rush into those huge topics so yeah i forgot what i was talking see this is why i write down scripts and talking points i kind of deviate a lot when i'm talking and then i forget what i'm talking about so yeah i had all these interesting topics that i couldn't get myself to expand on it's it's very nerve-wracking to come up with an idea in the last minute but then when I was sitting down staring at my computer's blank screen, I remembered that I heard uh, Peyton Sartin's podcast last week and it was about her theme for 2022. It was something she was inspired to do from someone she watched on TikTok and sometimes things like this are pretty crazy to me that we live in, I mean, the world is so huge, but it's still so small in a way that we are all able to connect with each other and share ideas with each other in the most simplest way possible. It's just so crazy to me that uh, we get ideas and we get inspired from people all over the world. Anyway, coincidentally, I also watched a reel by Ritesh Rohan, who is again someone I look up to in terms of the quality of work and uh, The energy he kind of spreads through the content that he creates, you guys should definitely check him out. It actually says in his bio, evoking emotions one video at a time, and I feel like he's very true to that bio. Everything that he puts up is so filled with energy and it evokes some kind of emotional response when you watch it. And I really like that. Um, Recently, it also put up a series of pictures that he'd shot from a trip to the mountains. I can't remember the name of it those were like really beautiful pictures and he, he was also talking about how he's going to make prints of them and i would love to buy some of those prints when i have my own space because i really would like to appreciate um, creators in a way support them in a way and you know when someone creates something it's a piece of them when they create it and it's so cool that we get to keep it for us for the rest of our lives when we buy from them and it's just it's beautiful Another person I want to buy prints from is from Akash Selvan, who you guys might know on Instagram as Toruvanam. and yeah, his images are also very beautiful. They kind of speak to you in a way. I don't know exactly what, but these images, when you look at them, they do speak volumes and that's what I love about them. Hopefully, when I have my own space, I can get to collect all of these beautiful pieces of art that these uh, humans, beautiful humans create. So yeah, falling back in line, Ritesh recently put up a reel about his theme for 2022. And I was like, oh my god, this is like a sign. universe is telling me to talk about my theme for 2022. So yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Doing this episode also kind of pushed me, actually, to set a theme and kind of like an outline for my goals. If you've heard my previous episode, I explained why I'm taking it kind of slow this year to set my intentions and my goals for the year. And even though that was a fair step, I do stick by it. I am not backing it. I'm not going back on that decision. But a week after I made the decision, I feel like maybe I'm pushing too hard to slow down. Maybe... I'm just thinking too much about it because I fear putting it down on paper, making my goals concrete uh, because the fear, you know, of looking back at it after a year and realizing that I haven't done any of them or being disappointed in the kind of goals that I set. So it's, it's scary. So maybe that is one of the reasons why I'm pushing it off. I don't know. I just want to make sure that I'm not falling back into my comfort zone and pushing myself forward. So doing this episode, ideating and writing the talking points kind of pushed me into creating a general idea and like an outline for what I want to be doing this year. So my theme for the year is to level up. And I've thought long and hard about this all morning. (laughs) For a long time now, I feel like I've been so stale, uh, like just stuck at one point and being in that comfort zone and not stepping up. I do take small steps out of my comfort zone, but I feel like that's not enough and I feel like I need to do more more not in the not in terms of hustling all the time, you know, being doing something 24 seven, I don't mean that way. But I believe that I have more potential in me that I'm not uh, that I'm not maximizing out of uh, I don't know how to put it in proper words. But yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed in Instagram, but my workspace is like a corner of our dining Uh, dining room and it has this one small door that leads to the storeroom so it's pretty convenient for me because since this is a rented place i cannot stick things up on the wall or you cannot like nail things onto the wall be it photo frames or whatever so it was very convenient for me uh, to kind of have that uh, door because it's plastic and i can stick anything on it with washi tape or whatever and i can take it off and it won't damage the door even if the gum of the tape sticks onto it it's easy to like wash off <laughs> And so I use that door as a space where I can put up images of inspiration or if there is a quote that I read and I'm very much inspired by it, I put that up. Sometimes I just get these random words of wisdom from my brain (laughs) that I just uh, grab a piece of paper, I write it down and then I stick it up onto the door. This random piece of wisdom I got once from my brain when I was thinking about something and it's that don't let your potential go to waste. So I remember writing it down to serve as a reminder to never stay in my comfort zone, to kind of put everything I have towards my betterment and towards achieving what I believe is success. I wouldn't say I haven't leveled up in the past few years, I have leveled up a lot in terms of work, in terms of being an assistant director, in learning the craft, in learning what happens behind the scenes, in terms of the management aspects of making a film. But in terms of personal achievements, other than work, I would say like very little, I have not leveled up at all. I mean, ever so slightly, if so. So now that I'm taking a break from working in films, I'm trying not to make that my identity and build my own identity that separates me from what I do. Because what I do cannot be my identity. I am not the work that I do. I don't want to label myself as the work that I do you know i used to have assistant director written in my instagram bio but at one point it didn't make sense at all i stopped doing that because i realized that i'm more than that and i should be more than that and i can't stick to that as my identity and in terms of work no no production house or no director goes up in, on their instagram explore page and searches for assistant director so yeah in terms of work no one hires assistant directors from social media so i just kind of took it off uh, it was just a waste of space waste of my bio characters and when i say level up it means in all aspects of my life be it money relationships values spirituality work um honing in on my craft my personal brand building my personal brand building my freelancing career all of it but before i could decide on the things that I want to level up on or that I want to welcome more of into my life, I did think of a few things that I want to let go of before, quote-unquote, starting a new chapter. So one of the most important lessons I learned last year was to not let my emotions drive my decision-making process. And I say that because the past year I let that happen, for the two years before that I was working on a film I was forced to um, step out of it in a very bad way and as a 24 year old who had never been in that kind of situation I was filled with rage I was filled with this kind of revenge emotion that you know kind of I like like I wanted to, to I wanted to kind of prove to someone that I'm worth more that it became kind of like a mind virus that I needed to prove something to these people who didn't recognize my worth, I I sought external validation without consciousness. And I fell into that rabbit hole. And in a haste, I made this decision to go work in Mumbai. It is like a revenge tactic, honestly speaking, that okay, you're not giving me work, I'm getting work in Bombay. Because it's like, I mean, I don't want to compare both of the industries, both of them make really good films and really bad films. But in terms of management, I think um, the production companies in Bombay have a much more detailed, organized way of working, which I haven't found here as far as I've worked. So yeah, that decision was like a revenge tactic, which felt like a great plan back then. And it was, it was not a bad plan. It was a great plan. But the one thing I didn't consider before making that decision was that I needed rest. My body and my mind needed rest after that very excruciating two years in which I grew up a lot, in which I learned a lot in terms of work. But yeah, it was just bad timing. The minute I landed in Bombay, the government started imposing lockdowns because back then it was March 2021 and uh, back in those months Bombay and Delhi were like the very the cities where uh, the cases were like spiking up so it wasn't a really pleasant experience before I could even get hold of where I was living before I could get to know the area where to get groceries from how to navigate around the city before knowing all of this I was sent back home because work was postponed because of the lockdowns everywhere and I also got my back pain which I didn't have for the past two years and sort of came back so i was advised not to work anymore and so i had to leave the job and i had to leave the rented apartment and all the money i spent in shifting was lost and although for months i kept justifying my decision making i finally convinced myself in the last few months of 2021 that going to work in bombay was a decision made in haste made out of hatred made in a hurry And for the wrong reasons. My purpose was wrong. I was doing it for external validation. For others to see. And I thought very little of how that would affect my mental and my physical health. So that was a bad decision making. Not everything I did was wrong. But again, not everything I did was right. And making that clear to myself. Accepting my mistake and forgiving myself for it. For making that mistake. And learning from it was like a big breakthrough for myself. I've let go of almost 70% of those emotions attached to those situations. And I'm trying harder every day to let go of it completely. Let go of it 100% and take full responsibility for it. Let karma do its thing. It's funny, um, dad was just talking about this last night after watching a video by Dr. Hegde. So Dr. Hegde uh, was saying that having hate ruins us our body and not the one we hate so live life with compassion and you will be the healthiest man or woman alive on this planet so dad was kind of applying that to the situations among our family members and uh, he said that we should follow this too because uh, we're only hurting ourselves more by having feelings of hatred towards people instead we can just say which means that god will look after everything and that We are in no position to ever do or even think of harming someone. So the other thing that I'm leaving behind is hatred. For my own selfish reasons, I don't want my body and my mind to be filled with hatred or resent or any kind of negative emotions that will kind of kill me from the inside. So, I'm going to leave that video by Dr. Hegde in the description of this episode. Please, please, please go listen to it after this. Or maybe just even stop listening to me right now and go listen to him. It was a really good uh, speech that he had given. I don't care. Just stop listening to me. Go listen to it. I don't mind. So, yes... One was to not make emotional decisions, to not let emotions drive my decision making. And the second is to leave behind hatred for anyone, Uh, no matter how much of hurt they have sent my way. I just don't want to hate them. I want to continue to see the good in people. The third thing that I want to let go of is kind of related to the above Points and it is to cut people off who don't add value to my life or who bring down my energy. It's very draining to stick to people and continue talking to them or even to think about them just to stay in their good books and for what what am i gaining from that the good girl label like no i don't want that i really don't want to be the people pleaser like me for me or you are free to leave no one has the obligation to stick around and i don't mean to say that in a rude way i don't want to be rude at all i'm just saying that with the most um respectful intentions because if we aren't serving each other in a way if we aren't sharing respect for each other if we don't push each other to to do better if we don't value each other's opinions or we don't value each other's time there is no point in sticking together we can just call it out and end things on a good note rather than just sticking with each other just for the sake of it just because they helped you out with something long back you know you can't carry around that weight of having to uh, be in touch with someone who you recognize drains your feeling and who you don't feel yourself around so yeah that's going i'm going to <laughs> I want to leave people off who drain my energy, cutting them off. Chop, chop, chop. (laughs) And to add to that as a sub-point is to stop saying, please, thank you and sorry for no reason at all. Let me give you an example. So, suppose I'm at work and the boss called a meeting at, say, 4 o'clock, but they don't come on time. So, at 4.15, I text them and say, hello sir sorry to trouble you the team is waiting for you at the conference call i mean for at the conference room if you don't mind can you please just let us know how long you take to reach i mean just rewind what i said and notice the kind of apologetic tone in that message do you see it hello sir okay fine then you say sorry to trouble you one time i'm apologizing the team is waiting for you at the conference call if you don't mind second time i'm apologizing please let us know third time i'm You know, please let us know how long you take to reach. So three times (laughs) I'm being apologetic. And for what? Why am I being apologetic to someone who hasn't reached the meeting they called for? Why? The simplest, non-pleasing version of that would be, hello sir, everyone has arrived at the meeting, can you let us know what time you'll be reaching or how far you are from the office? That's a more simpler and a more non-pleasing version and it's not rude, it's not offensive. It is still respectful and it is a more self-respectful version for someone who's asking it, right? It's not offensive at all. So that's another thing that I want to leave behind is to stop being so apologetic, to stop adding please and thank you and sorry in every, in every sentence that I say. In genuine situations, yes, it's cool, but not always, you know. Uh, The one thing I realized when I was actually writing this down is that when I don't feel confident in myself is when I start to please people. So that needs to stop right away. And the fourth, (laughs) God, this is funny but true, um, (laughs) is... The fourth thing that I want to leave behind is to stop impulse shopping. I'm actually better compared to a lot of other people that I know personally. I really think hard before buying anything, be it a online course or clothing or um, books, notebooks, whatever it is. I really, think, I really think in detail before buying it. Like I literally sit down and read the whole sales page. I read all the reviews and all of that. I'm very particular about the things that I want, uh, the value that it brings to me. Will I use it long term? Um, uh, But sometimes I also do fall for marketing tactics and I buy stuff randomly, mostly just clothes that I end up hating and then I return it. So yeah, I need to stop doing that impulse shopping. Uh, So far, everything that I've bought after doing, after giving it some kind of thought, those things I've kept. I have not returned them. But the things that I impulse buy, I end up hating myself so much for it, you have no idea. So yeah, and then there's this process of applying for a refund, then you wait for the refund to come, then again, your card, I mean, your bank charges you for the transaction and all of that. Why? I mean, why waste all that time and money and energy, right? So that's one thing I want to leave back in 2021 is impulse shopping. And yo, this last one, 99% of us, I'm sure, want to leave behind and that is King Procrastination. (laughs) It's kind of difficult to let it go all at once. But I guess taking small steps always helps. I'm definitely getting better at it but sometimes I just give up and I binge watch on a series or you know just put things off until last minute and I don't want to do that because I find that when I'm organized and I'm on top of things I feel less stressed and less pressured and I feel like I have more freedom to manage my time and my energy when I'm on top of things. So that is why I want to leave back procrastination. I want to have that consistent energy throughout where I'm feeling much in control of my time and my energy. And as for the things I want to welcome, the one thing I want to welcome more of in 2022 is knowledge. In terms of um, like practical knowledge of how things work, be it anything uh, I come across, I want to have, I want to develop the curiosity to learn more about whatever you know i come across just for fun just to know things not because it's a necessity but because of curiosity if i see someone making a sick video edit but i don't see myself doing that kind of edit or it's not my style or not the genre of edit that i'm going for i still want to learn how to do it just to try it out and you know learn the process behind editing something like that Or if I see someone talking about a PhD paper that they reference from, I want to search for that PhD paper and read that paper. Now, of course, it's not going to serve me right away, but it'll help me expand my knowledge and my creativity. Uh, I don't know where I read this. Uh, I think it was by Steve Jobs. I'm not sure. It says that creativity is basically having the ability to connect different dots and the dots being the different aspects of your life or the different aspects of knowledge that you have. So creativity is um, the ability to bring those dots together in a non-traditional way and uh, that's what creativity is and that's what I want to develop. I want to have different aspects of knowledge ready so that when there is something I want to do I can grab inspiration from all those different aspects of knowledge that I have. Um, Basically I just want to be a student for life. The next is that I want to focus more on myself and on my energy and this relates to what I was talking about all year it's that you know rather than focusing on what others expect me to be I want to find my voice and my opinion and find where my energy leads me uh, I think it's very important to listen to your inner voice and More important than that is to identify your inner voice because most of the times our voice isn't our voice. It's usually outside voices that were kind of put into our brains. So yeah, I want to be able to make that distinction between outside voice and my own voice and energy and explore where that takes me next is i want to find balance this is something i have struggled with a lot in the past years but now i'm slowly falling into a balanced routine and i'm kind of proud of myself for the improvement i find that to know your balance you need to have a deep understanding of where you are right now and what takes up your energy and time, what drains your energy, what boosts you up. Knowing these little things about yourself can go a long way in helping you develop balance because we definitely don't need burnout. Like no one wants that. It's the worst. Um, when I used to work in films, uh, we used to have continuous shoot days for 20, 30, 40 days nonstop. And then we'll break for a week or two. We'll not even have computer work to do and in those two weeks you can only catch up on so much sleep the rest of the days of the break it gets very confusing if you know someone else in the film fraternity please like check with them they will definitely find this relatable is that it's very confusing because your body uh, falls into a routine for the past 20 or 45 days it's just that you get up you get ready you eat, you go to set, you work, you come back, you eat, you sleep, you get up. So it's that continuous routine. So your body is used to that routine. And now that suddenly there's a break and everything goes blank, you, you kind of fall into this kind of existential crisis. This happens every single time. Man, I've experienced it a lot. It's like a major burnout. So instead of having days where you're constantly working and then you take one day off, It's better to find little snippets of time every single day to give you a break from what you're routinely doing. So when it all stops, you're not left puzzled or having like an identity or an identity, sorry, identity or an existential crisis. What I have found works for me so far is taking short breaks. And uh, what I do is I stare at my plants that I'm growing or just getting up from my desk and taking a walk outside even if it's for like five minutes or ten minutes or sometimes i like to sit outside in the balcony with my mom just chatting up recently i've started painting random stones <laughs> uh, small mirrors that are lying around my house and boxes and all of that stuff and these are the things i realize that boost up my energy so i consciously try to make sure that i take time off between uh work I take breaks to kind of recharge my battery Um, so when the weekend is forced upon me, I'm not left clueless and I'm reminded that there are other things than work that I can still do that will bring value to my life. Um, It takes a lot of time to find balance. I'm still working on finding my own balance but yeah, taking small steps, it truly helps. The next is I need to get my health in the right place for which I'm going for a treatment but I'm still a bit lousy with it like I don't put all of my effort into it uh, which I want to stop doing and I want to like I don't want to get into the details of it that would be pretty boring for you but yeah I want to focus more on my health so that I can heal quickly and then get back to normal. The next is something I need to work more on and that is making friends. I am very bad at this. I want friendships that value each other's opinions, that support each other, are there for each other when something goes wrong, and they are friends who don't let compliments get to your head, they kind of push you out of your comfort zone, uh, they tell you right from wrong even if it's, you know, if it's a difficult thing for them to do. I want to build those kind of bonds that are long lasting, you know, I don't know if that's too much to ask for. Um and it's kind of difficult for me because, you know, I judge my myself too much i'm not sure if it's this lockdown situation that it has made it worst in terms of meeting new people or trying to catch up with people but yeah it's become very difficult for me to start conversations with people like yo, what do i talk about it's it's so mind-boggling like truly anyway i want to work on that aspect more because what's life without human interaction like what are we if not a group living in harmony with each other i don't know so yeah that's that's what i want to welcome in 2022 romanticized friendships that last a lifetime fingers crossed (laughs) next is related to my professional aspect of my life and it's that i want to be confident I am. I am confident. (laughs) I just want to be more confident in my craft and what I'm doing. Even now, I find myself shuddering after I announce my rates to a freelance client and I don't want to do that. I don't want to doubt myself or doubt my worth and I want to be very clear in my head about it. It's very nerve-wracking for me when a client asks, so how much are you charging for this and this? And my mind goes blank even though I know my rates, even though I know that I'm good at it, even though I know that Um, i'm good at what i do and how i do it sometimes i end up quoting a dollar or a few dollars less because i feel like they'll think i'm asking for too much or whatever which isn't fair and yeah so i want to develop more of that confidence in terms of asking for what i'm worth And on that note, I want to have an abundance mindset in all aspects of my life, not just money, but relationships, health, all of it. I want to have an abundance mindset where I know for sure that I'm worth it. I'm worth the life that I'm living. I'm worth the money that I'm asking for. I'm worth the relationships that I want to have or the ones that I already have. And... um, I think since we've bought up with living within our means, um, we kind of restrain from dreaming bigger. And I'm not saying that it's completely bad. Living within your means is like the best lesson I've learned from my parents. And I'm so grateful for them. It has helped me so, so much when I was living alone in Chennai. But the one part of it is also that it pulls you down. It kind of restricts you. It doesn't let you dream bigger. It's kind of like a mindset uh block it's like a it's like a blocked mindset yeah i think i'm saying it right we think uh okay if i earn a few thousands this month that's enough for me to run the show but yeah i don't want just enough i want more and i'm not asking for free money i'm going to put in the work so there's nothing wrong with asking for more right um so yeah i want to keep reminding myself that we are all worth more than we think we are I want to welcome that kind of abundance mindset in my life. Another thing is I want to be more flexible. Sometimes I just get way too particular about planning stuff. And if one little thing falls off, I will break my head about it. And I want to stop doing that. I want to stop being so obsessed with living a planned life and be okay with changes except that roadblocks will slow me down and that it's okay to slow down and to realize that it happens for a reason i mean i do do that Uh, i do accept roadblocks but the acceptance happens after i've crossed the roadblocks but what i want is for the expectance sorry the acceptance to happen as soon as i see the roadblock and sorry about that (laughs) parking not be angry or be frustrated or break my head about it and the last but not the least thing that i want to welcome into my life is living a more conscious life in terms of the environment to buy less plastic to reduce use of plastic to buy more clothes from more sustainable options instead of impulse buying from fast fashion brands so sorry about the barking but yeah i want to buy clothes from more sustainable options instead of impulse buying from fast fashion brands uh it's kind of difficult because sustainability in india is kind of expensive i don't know about other countries but as far as i've looked at sustainable options can be quite expensive so i'm still trying to like find a middle ground where i can still afford it but it's still a sustainable and an eco-friendly option And generally just use things to the best of their ability, not waste food or water or other resources that are provided to us. And I want to live in harmony with mother nature rather than against her. I also want to go on a clean drive. It's something that I've wanted to do for two years, three years maybe, and I've never done one. So this year I want to be pretty determined about it. Maybe like at least minimum three cleaning drives. So let's see how that goes. And some of the very clear goals that I have is to take my family on a trip either to Mauritius, uh, South Africa, or uh, Cape Town. These are some of the uh, places on my bucket list, and I want to do it with my family—my dad, my mom, and my sister. We're slowly starting to explore places in Tamil Nadu, and. Uh, It's been so much fun so far. But I also want to explore foreign lands and cultures. So hopefully that happens. Touch wood. And another thing I want to do is learn one adventure skill. Either surfing or paragliding. This is again something that my sister loves. She is very eager and she is very passionate about doing some kind of adventure sports. So I kind of want to do that as a gift for her. Uh, I want to plan like a... um, trip where we both go together and learn some of these, one of these adventure sports together. I actually got the idea for surfing from Ritesh, who I mentioned uh, in the beginning of this episode. Uh, He actually worked on videos for this surf school, I think it's in Karnataka. So yeah, I got the idea from there and for paragliding, I've uh, seen another friend learning it. So I kind of got influenced by these two to go on adventure sports. So fingers crossed to be able to do that this year. Um, We are at the end of this episode and I kind of want to end it on this note that uh, last week when I was working on my client stuff, I realized that I spent 80% of my time awake working which is cool. I'm not complaining. But it's also disappointing. Like we just have this one life and we don't experience it as much as we should. Like how blessed are we to be born on this planet? What's the use of like, what's the use wasting our time away doing menial work? That was kind of shocking to me. It was like a huge revelation. I don't know, I was just walking and randomly I had this thought that, oh my God, I'm wasting away this precious gift. So I made a decision that I want to grow up to a level. I want to level up um, to a level where I only work four hours a day and travel six months a year. So that's like my ultimate life goal, not just for 2022, but my ultimate life goal is that. And I want to work hard to reach to that place. And I also want you to think about this, assess your life and live it to the best of your ability. And I'm going to leave you on that note tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate you so, so much. This medium is giving me more freedom and more space uh, to explore myself and I'm truly enjoying the process. I'm able to do that because of your support. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you take away a few things from what I talked about today and leave me a DM or leave me a comment on Apple Podcasts on what you're planning to leave back in 2021 and what you're planning on welcoming in 2022. I would love to know. Also, take pictures of where you're listening to this podcast from. I would love to see. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you in the next one.